Just to recap where we are here. <laughs> what are their top three again? Palpatine, <laughs> Snow, Dooku. Dooku. I'm not sure of these two. I don't know who they are. Darth Maul. Darth Vader. I am Mike Comite. I'm Jacob Tender. Welcome back to Bantha Fodder. Today we're on episode 32 and... Wait, what are we listening to right now? A recording of my former co-worker Mark and his family sitting around the table and talking about Star Wars. And Obi-Wan as Padawan went to face this... Mike, does your co-worker know that you have this recording? Okay, he's my former co-worker. And yes... Mark sent this to me after he found out that we did this show. Uh-huh. He's a, no, he's a, he's a big Star Wars fan. And it follows that his daughter, the one you heard talking, Maggie, is also a big Star Wars fan. That is cute. So he just sent you this to show you that his daughter likes the movies and and because you podcast about it? No, no, no. So he, he knows what kind of show we do and like the type of conversations you and I have. So when Maggie asked Mark... And his wife, Susan, a question. Okay, so in your opinion, which is the weakest Sith? Darth Maul killed by Padawan Obi-Wan in the first movie, The Phantom Menace. Count Dooku killed by Anakin in the beginning of the third Star Wars movie, Revenge of the Sith. General Grievous, if you consider him a Sith, because he doesn't use the Force, but... Emperor Palpatine, also known as Darth Sidious, who is killed... In the Return of the Jedi, Darth Vader killed by Emperor Palpatine in Episode Six: Return of the Jedi. Kylo Ren, who I took apart, and Snoke too. I just don't have his Lego. Mm. Mm. Out of all those, who do you think is the weakest? Okay, wait. This is a really interesting question. I know, right? So what Maggie's asking is essentially who is the strongest Sith in the Apostolic Star Wars movies? But she's framing it as who is the weakest because I think as she's doing it in front of her, she's she's picking them off. What do you mean she's picking them off? The whole conversation she's having in front of her Star Wars Legos with each contender, you know, every, every person that she lists, they're all lined up in front of her and she eliminates the weakest. Palpatine. No! Okay, got it. I, I would say Ben Kylo Ren. What about Snoke? Oh. Oh, we forgot about Snoke. All right. Does she really have every character as a Lego? She has a lot of them. I, I mean, this isn't a video, so I don't know exactly what's happening here, <laughs> but she has many Star Wars Legos. She loves Star Wars. It makes sense. So the question that Maggie is asking her family over dinner. Breakfast. It's breakfast. Right, breakfast. This was this was audio. Wait, how do you how do you know it's breakfast? That is not the question. The question is, out of all the bad guys in Star Wars, who would win in a fight? This is actually a really boring question. What do you mean? I mean, what's up, everybody? I am the Alliance. Today, I have a good question from a good guy. He asked, "Who would win in the fight, Darth Maul or General Grievous?" Now, this Kylo Ren versus Darth Maul. Who would win? Let's find out. The temper tantrum prone leader of the Knights of Ren takes on the Zabrak from Dathomir. Will Kylo Ren take out Maul in a fit of emo rage? Today, we wonder who would win a fight between Darth Sidious and Supreme Leader Snoke. Kylo Ren versus Darth Vader. Who would win? Let's find out. 
the temper tantrum prone leaders of the Knights of Ren take Two beings defined by training and technology go head to head as General Grievous tries to take down Master Chief. Can he do it? Find out on today's episode of Versus. This question is tired. But through the eyes of an excited child, even the most tired premises can be renewed. I mean, look at all those chickens. Uh... Exactly. No, no, your confusion at me saying that makes sense. Because when I say it, it's boring as hell. But when this little girl says it... Look at all those chickens! It's internet gold. What, what is she saying about chickens? You've never seen this? I don't know. I, I haven't Open the video. You can open the video. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> yeah, it's like... But that was like huge on Vine when it came out. Good Lord. You want to exploit this child's question for our podcast? Exploit is such a strong word. Listen, we go a long time between episodes i'm a full-time student you work full-time and produce good one and we put out podcasm every week which everybody who enjoys this show should listen to how do you spell that again p-o-d-c-h-a-s-m podcasm search for it in your podcast app of choice or on the web at podcasm.transistor.com and hey don't distract me the point is we don't put out fodder all the time but it's for a good reason those are all good reasons that i agree with but it's what um, what what Star Wars on the internet could be such a gross topic these days. You're not wrong. But one side of the fandom always seems to be in total mutiny against the franchise, whether it's the prequels or the sequels, the video games, the books. But there are still genuinely happy fans out there. They get drowned out by all the negativity. And I know that this show has occasionally been that voice sometimes. Maybe one half of the show. Yeah, I'm, I'm hard on what we talk about. But I don't think I'm ever approaching it from, like, the perspective of a disappointed fan. I'm not asking anyone to retcon anything. I've even given up most of my prequel hate. Honestly? Mostly. Okay. I just think we could use a lighter topic. And, like, one that we could just avoid the question of, is it good or bad? Or anything like that. Just, just not a critique, really. Just, just talking about some stuff. It has to do with Star Wars. Just just really taking Star Wars for what it is. Like a big, four-decade-old sci-fi franchise spawning multiple toy lines, including Legos. Through the eyes of a small child. Through the eyes of a kid, yeah. So, who would win in a fight? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Before we start, I like this, but I need some ground rules, as you often ask for. Is this a <laughs> battle royale? Is it one-on-one -on -one fights? I honestly don't know like I, her rules are they, they seem to be amorphous they they shift sometimes i don't think there are rules i would just look at it as who is the strongest and who is the weakest then i, I think you said at the top of this that it was uh episodic sith so who are the contenders that we actually have to deal with here so we are i'm just i'm listing them in order of the appearance in the episodic films Okay. Okay. In order of the appearance in the films, chronologically, we've got Darth Maul, Count Dooku, General Grievous. I know we'll get we'll talk about him in a second. I know that he's not a Sith. Um, Darth Vader, Darth Sidious slash Palpatine, uh, and Snoke, who also questionably a Sith. We don't know. But earlier, didn't Maggie mention Kylo Ren? Yes, she did mention him. But as the family comes to realize. Well, I mean, Kylo Ren's not fully developed yet. Kylo Ren's still young, so maybe we eliminate we him from this conversation. Maybe, Ren maybe I think you eliminate Kylo Ren from this conversation. Fine. 
So just bad guys that have died in the movies. Yes, just the dead ones. Got it. But it still seems like there are a few bad guys like missing from the list, force-using ones. She is limiting it to force-sensitive bad guys who have actually appeared in the episodic films. All right, but like you said, Grievous is in there. He's not He's not force-sensitive. No, he's definitely not. Um, but we will let him slide in only because Maggie said so. Um, they are fully aware of his chances in this competition also, so don't worry. <laughs> Okay. Of course, General Grievous, I think, was the weakest. That's just because he didn't know how to use the Force. So it's safe to say that he's getting eliminated early. Yeah, Maggie, Mark, and his wife, Susan, um, they all tossed him first when each of them ranked the bad guys. How did they rank everybody else? Not how you would guess. And for that reason, I'm going to make you go first. Okay, so... When you when you kind of brought this episode to my attention, you gave me very little to go on. You basically said, make a list of your Sith rankings. And I said, okay. Uh, and in doing that, I, I made a list that uh, doesn't really adhere to Maggie's rules or her parents' rules. I, I have somebody in here that wasn't actually in the movies, but was referenced in the movies. And then I have several that are, I guess, Sith adjacent. They were trained by Sith. They are used by the Sith but they're not technically Sith. Maggie might not have Legos of them, so that could be... <laughs> that could be a problem. One of the reasons why. Oh, okay. I, th- I think she, well, we're looking for, she's looking from the episodic films, and I see mm-hmm. you have on your list here, you have Ventress. I have Asajj Ventress and Savage Opress, which I, I think if, if we were to eliminate one, it would have to be both. Yeah, I, well, because they're clone, they're from the TV show, which yeah, is, st- it, we know it's canonical, but it's... right. Okay, so I'm going to take them out. I'm also going to take out the Inquisitor. Yeah, because that's Rebels. Inquisitors, um, yeah. Okay. I think she she's a Rebels fan, and she's a Clone Wars fan, I think, but I just I don't think she had their Legos, or she was just looking at it f- like strictly through the episodic lens point. Well, this is Maggie's world. I'm just playing in it, so... Yes, we're all playing in Maggie's world now. All right, so I, I think my list is, is fine. I think all of these were in the movie, with the exception of my number one, and... I have reasoning for keeping him there, and he is he is at least mentioned in one of the movies. Can I... Will you allow me that one? Which one? Plagueis. No, because we don't even know what he looks like. I mean, we... You don't need to. I mean, you know he's a mun. They don't look very different from each other. That's racist, Jacob. <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm willing to take him out, but I, I do think that of the batch, he's probably the most powerful. I guess. We don't... I mean, I don't know. There's still a lot I don't know about Plagueis. I just... I think we just got to stick to the, the, the things that she's said. You know, like she, Maggie says the movies. We got to go by the movies. Like Plagueis, he's referenced, but we don't actually see him in action. And also, you know, we don't know what his, his fate was. You know, like Palpatine took him out, allegedly, right? Yeah, but he has the ability to create life or had the ability to create life or will have the ability to create life. Wasn't that just a lie? I'm not sure. We're getting into the weeds here. Okay, fine, 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 fine. For the the sake of this episode, I will remove him from the rankings, and I am I, I now have a list of seven, which I believe matches yours. Correct, but I think that they eliminated Kylo Ren. I kept Kylo Ren on my list because I think it's interesting to talk about Kylo Ren in the context of this. Maggie removed him from her list because I think he's just not his his fate has not been sealed yet. We'll find out probably in episode nine. The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> right. All right. So let's look at your your rankings here. 
Now, Maggie goes from weakest to strongest. Mm. She says she's going from weakest to strongest, but she goes strongest to weakest when she does her rankings finally. She kind of, like, she lets her parents go through it first, mm. uh, weakest to strongest, and, like, process of elimination. And then she's like, okay, here are my top guys. And she starts and at the strongest and then declines. So we can we can do that format as well. So you start off with Darth Sidious. That's correct. Uh, what's his name? Sheev? Sheev Palpatine. The man himself. Mastermind of everything. The Phantom Menace, as it were. As it is. <laughs> as, it, as it is. That's right. Man, this, whole, this episode would have been so out of context before the trailer came out. I know. It changes everything. I think I maybe would have ranked Sidious as highly, even still, but the trailer just adds so much more to it. And granted, we don't know anything about that movie yet, so it could just be like a you know a, a misdirection of some sort yeah i mean he could just be a force like a, or a ghost or something like that regardless i think sidious has uh he obviously has like great power he's able to hold his own against jedi masters like yoda but also he has he has like such wisdom and knowledge that he's able to basically control the entire galaxy from his chair for decades it's it's absurd I think he's massively powerful. We know so little about him, though, and that's what freaks me out, is that, like, he's just this guy, and we don't have any, like, we don't know his desires or his wants besides the fact that he just wants to be emperor. Like, it's, it's you know, like, with Anakin, he wants to be a master, he wants to be this, he wants to be with Padme. He ha- He's just, like, a very, I mean, as, as silly as we treat the prequels sometimes, um you know, as far as like character depth goes, like we know what Anakin wants and who he is for the most part. Mm-hmm. Sidious, we just have no concept of him as a villain, you know, like, or like what drives him besides just wanting to be the strongest, most evil dude in the world, which is sort of one dimensional, I think. But it's more compelling than most stories with a similar villain. For some reason, I think it's the the mysteriousness and, and all of that, that, that makes it interesting because you don't, you don't really know the intentions. He doesn't. He doesn't state explicitly what it is he he's trying to do. He doesn't give you like a a, a monologue on his his grand plans <laughs> right before they're foiled. He is at every step very intentional about like the next thing that he's doing, whether it be corrupting Anakin or attempting to turn Luke to the dark side. So it's because he works in the shadows and because he is so powerful both in the force and, and otherwise that I think he deserves to be at the top of this list, but I see that you don't agree. No, I put Vader. Um, and I, I will fully can like admit to the fact that I made this list before the rise of Skywalker trailer came out. So knowing that Palpatine is able to come back from whatever it is, or knowing that he might even be able to come back from whatever, what, whatever fall he took in return of the Jedi, it, it, Kind of wavers my choice, but I still think Vader was just based on... It's tough now, because I didn't let you go outside of the episodic films, and mm. I'm drawing my knowledge of Vader from outside of them into, into the comics. Because like, I, I just know the sheer power that Vader was able to project on in like um Vader Down, I think that was the name of the comic run that took mm-hmm. place like a year and a half or two years ago. And in, in that he like he literally just faces an entire army and just destroys them. Just like barrage of starfighters, barrage of lasers just coming at him and he just takes them all down. And so like I was just going by his sheer power and 
he's really the, the villain that we know the most about. So that's why I believe that he was kind of the, the best, uh, the most powerful. He's probably the most outwardly powerful. I think I'd agree with that. Like he's definitely the one that, that show has the, the greatest show of force, whether it be in the movies or the comics or whatever. He he's projected to be the big villain. And it's funny because I, I in the movies he doesn't ever seem to be like a mastermind. Like he doesn't seem to be deep thinking. He and even in the comics and everything, he's more just like kind of brute force if he's doing anything, kind of mm-hmm. just ruthless and killing things. And that's what we see in the movies. And but I think about the Clone Wars, if we and if we think of Anakin and Vader as the same, which I know is not really right or fair to do, because, I mean, it's supposed to be a different person, Vader, than Anakin, at least after the transition before Return of the Jedi at the end. Anakin is very smart and and thoughtful and a great leader, I think, in the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. So that's why, I mean, and I think just like as a, stra- a strategist and as like an earnest warrior, I think Vader probably, you know, st- seemed more powerful to me than Palpatine. Yeah, I just, I just, you just spend so much time with him in the comics, especially the 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 one before Episode Three and Episode Four, like the comic run that's taking place between there. It just like you see him get his, his wrecked, just just wrecked, absolutely destroyed multiple times by random Jedi that still exist. But like, it's it's nice to see the journey that he takes and what makes him the strongest. You know where he draws his power from. I think there's still a lot to be learned about it, but again. I'm drawing from outside the movie. So um, my second was definitely Palpatine because Vader mm-hmm. bests Palpatine. <laughs> so that's why I, that's why I think I took him above that for the first time. I mean, he picks him up and he throws him. It's, <laughs> it's like, right. I know. But like, you'd think you'd like see that coming he's or something. He's you know? stronger because he's not like a hundred and something years old and twice okay, fried. But, that, but that's the thing. <laughs> right. Twice fried. Twice fried. Um, but you didn't even put Vader as your second. You put Snoke as your second, which is insane to me. I know. You've got him really low. And I'm trying to think of what my rationale was when I made the list. I think think primarily it's a lot of the same factors. It's the the mysterious factor. And that is sort of thrown into the wind now with the the new trailer because we don't know exactly what Snoke's role was. Like, it doesn't seem like he was really the person behind everything now, right? So... I mean, there's there's a distinct possibility that Snoke was basically powerless, and maybe it was Sidious through Snoke the whole time, which is sort of like my idea. It's like, okay, well, if that's true, then Snoke should be near Sidious because it's basically just Sidious is working through him, potentially. Otherwise, um, he's able to do the force choke remotely, which I thought was a really cool power. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, do that. He did. Didn't he choke out some guy in a hologram in like Empire? No, you're right on the deck he's like they got away and he just chokes them over the hologram right so darth vader did the the remote choking from his little pod over the the video telly mm-hmm. i don't know i mean we, we've been under the impression for a while that that snoke was super powerful and in the second movie of our last trilogy in the skywalker saga he proves to maybe not be quite so much of a threat because he i mean i i didn't think that it took a whole lot to take him out um, I think that's going to play into a big reveal probably in the third movie. Uh, I, I could be easily persuaded to pull Snoke down, but I put him up there for the reason that he is again, he's sort of a mastermind. He's able to command massive amounts of forces using his, his power and influence, including swaying a Skywalker to his side. And that, that's a pretty big thing. That's something that 
um, you know, Sidious was able to do once, wasn't able to do with Luke. So I, I think that they are comparable in a way. And it could turn out that Snoke is, you know, more or less Sidious's equivalent in, in some way, shape, or form. And uh, and I think for that reason, that's why I, I put him closer to Sidious. I think he could be like a 1A rather than a 2. What if he's like just literally a puppet? He could be. Like, I, I think that's a, a totally valid theory. Like, a, like, I mean, I don't know if we've seen Force Possessions yet. Like, we've seen, like, Luke can project and Kylo and uh, Rey can kind of communicate to each other through the Force across great distances. But I'm wondering if there's some new Force power that we're about to learn about, like, Force Possession, where, you know, like, Palpatine can just, like, kind of literally conspiracy mm-hmm. puppeteer uh, a body, i.e. Snoke and just communicate through him. I think that's very possible. It's a thought. We'll put a marker in that for uh, eight months from now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, so... Well, following that, I had Vader. Yes. He's definitely up there. <laughs> He's, uh, Vader, Anakin, it's a very powerful, powerful force user there, and you can't deny you know, the, the influence and the fear that Vader has had on the galaxy for such a long time. Like, even after he's gone... He has a super powerful influence on his grandson. So there is an amount of influence there that can't be denied. Right. But you think Kylo is right below Vader in terms of power? I think probably. Yeah. I think, you know, he has the Skywalker blood. And for that reason, he has to be above anybody else. He is obviously very powerful. He, he's not trained in controlling that. I think the, the disadvantage that Kylo has from the perspective of a, a, a dark side force user is that Vader was trained by the Jedi for quite a while. You know, he, he, he learned discipline. He learned strategy. He learned a lot of things from the Jedi that, um, you know, gave him a leg up on other Sith, potentially. You know, Dooku is actually a, another good example of that. He was a Jedi first. He was turned. They, they both are very good strategists. Kylo Ren doesn't have that kind of strategy in his brain because he was just... He's basically just trained by Snoke. He was taken from Luke's academy very early. It, you know, it doesn't really seem like he picked up a whole lot from there, and he was turned at an early age, which is unfortunate. But that's sort of the state of things. So rather than you know coming up with some master strategy to overcome his enemy, he, his solution is to just fire more cannons, shoot him, put every gun at him, and <laughs> shoot him more. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think. For that reason, Kylo Ren is—he's still very powerful. He's—I don't think that he exceeds his grandfather in power, or at least not that we've seen yet. And he also doesn't exceed his grandfather in strategy. So I think he belongs right under Vader, but still above the rest. He could—I—I I don't know. I guess it's who would win in a fight, but it's just like generally who's the most powerful. So like you think he's more powerful than Dooku. Oh, for sure. I, I think that Dooku was totally fine. He was obviously like a very good swordsman, very good strategically. I don't think that he was necessarily the most powerful Sith apprentice, though. I, I think that's evident from the fact that Sidious was able to throw him aside so easily after he found Anakin. Yeah, I guess we don't really see the extent of Dooku's power besides him kind of just running away um, or and just like fighting with us for the lightsaber, I guess. Yeah, yeah, there were there were moments where he was just a complete coward. Like, I don't know, I like Dooku's character. I love watching his sword fights. I I like I like his character a lot. 
but I never saw him as a massive threat. I basically saw him on the same level as Grievous as far as a threat goes, but obviously with force powers. And then who's next on your list? Well, we're we're getting way through mine. Do, do, is there anything? Do you want to jump in because your yours kind of, your starts to change around three? Um, yeah. So th- I, I my ranking was Vader is the strongest. Palpatine's right behind him. Uh, and then I said Maul. Okay. Why why Maul so high? I just think this dude was able to pull himself like i mean you've said it yourself in, in other episodes of this but like this dude is so evil mm-hmm. that his like his his hate is what kept him alive after yeah. he was sliced in half by obi-wan and that's what keeps him going this whole time and I, i'll admit i haven't seen rebels so i don't know where his fate lands you know like i don't know where he lands in the end of everything but i mean it just seems like he just that amount of I mean, it's similar to what we see, I guess, with Palpatine then with the idea of like whatever power the dark side inhabits in you that can keep you going long after you're thought to have physically died. I mean, maybe Vader hangs on after being burnt by lava or whatever, you know, like when it comes to your body persisting or like just being able to sustain itself on evil and power alone and the dark side of the force, Maul was pretty high up there. Nobody else. I mean, Dooku is next on my list, and he definitely couldn't pull himself back from being decapitated. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm with you. I, I think all of that is totally true of Maul. I don't think that makes him the most powerful, necessarily. Mm. I think it makes him the most interesting. I think he's probably my favorite Sith. Yeah, he's so mysterious. He's so awesome. He's so good. And then yeah. oh, it just gets so much better in Rebels, man. But I don't I don't think he really has has the power. And there's not like too much that I can say about what I know from rebels which is a pretty massive part of his story now like both clone wars and rebels gave us a lot more to maul than the movies ever did so i think he is powerful i think you know he he has tricks he's very good at acrobatics and using a dual dual bladed lightsaber but i don't know i i I think that still dooku probably could have bested him maybe well didn't they well no savage that's that's the person that you had in the list it's it's maul's brother i guess yeah and i think um I had I had Savage just under Maul, but I really don't know who would win in that fight. Not that they ever would, but Savage was super powerful. He's he like he was never like a Sith Lord though. Like Maul actually no. was was a Darth Maul. <laughs> I think that's still strange because you know Sith there can only be two, right? Right. So he he wasn't even. I don't even think he was like legitimate. He wasn't a legitimate Sith, um, as far as he knew. It was all kosher, but he, no, he he knew about Sidious. So I don't know. There's still something strange about that. Um, mm. But yeah, Savage Press, awesome character also, Maul's brother. But yeah, I guess he doesn't really count for this particular ranking. And neither does Asajj. No. Who, it was sort of in the same camp. They all kind of came from the same the She same was place. a sister, right? Right. Which is just like force sensitive Darksiders. Not, not necessarily a Sith. They they lived on the same planet as like Maul and Savage, Dathomir, and their stories are all very intertwined. And I, I love that whole arc. That's that's a really cool arc. But. That was a good arc. So I put Dooku after Maul. Um, not sure why. <laughs> I think it was mostly because I don't think that Kylo Ren, Snoke, and Grievous are powerful. Kylo Ren I put above Snoke because he bests Snoke. Um, 
you know, because Snoke, Snoke's hubris got the best of him, which I guess you could say the same for Palpatine too. So really I have no basis, but I just think Kylo Ren kind of outsmarted Snoke, but he's still just a baby and he throws tantrums and he doesn't seem, he seems like he has power and can hurt people, but he doesn't, he doesn't have force lightning. He doesn't have, well, I guess we don't know what he doesn't have yet, but as what we've seen so far, and this is a good reason I think that Maggie left him off the list is because we don't know what his capabilities are going to be. He may master force lightning. He may just figure out some new force power. He could like master whatever Luke mastered, you know, and, but I, I still think he's more powerful than Snoke. I think Snoke is just a puppet. You know, he was force sensitive, but still just a puppet. So that's why he was number six. Then obviously number seventh was number seven was grievous. That's right. I, totally agree with you there yeah i don't think there's it seems to be the unanimous decision which is why i think you know maggie and her family also came to that conclusion and also i mean they just wanted him to be on the list because he has lightsabers i think and she probably has his lego so that's that's also why so what were her rankings from strongest to weakest i agree i will now present to you my opinion okay 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 so she agrees with uh, you. Emperor Palpatine's first. Yeah. He's the first? He's the weakest? No, no, no. He's the strongest. Uh, now we're going from strongest to weakest. Okay. Okay. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. She says that number two is Snoke. All right. <laughs> and then we have Snoke. Why do I have to be second? Yeah, whatever. Uh, uh-huh. I'm with you, Maggie. <laughs> Two for two. It's a good inkling to know that, like, those are two big bads that were kind of see- overseeing everything. She put Dooku um, right behind Snoke. Uh, then she put Darth Maul. And then Vader. Huh. A- and I, if we're not counting Grievous, Vader is her least powerful person. Huh. So, how old is Maggie? I don't know off the top of my head. Hmm. I, would, I would assume 10 or younger or something like that. Yeah. It, I mean, it's interesting because she... She's leaning quite heavily towards the prequels on this list. You know, Dooku and Maul over Vader, that's, that could be indicative of the movies that she's more familiar with, or that she is actually more interested in, and that would make sense because they are a bit more modern. Well, that's a hot take on what a 10-year-old, a ten again, I'm just assuming her age, um, may think about the prequels and everything. But I think she's so entrenched in these movies, because if you, if you actually listen to her, her justifications... She says that... Yeah, but he didn't have as high-quality enemies when he was a Sith. Oh, I see. Like, Vader wasn't sufficiently challenged Mm. after he became a Sith. Like, who was left? Like, Obi-Wan was in hiding, Yoda was out of the picture. Like, all of the big Jedis had just been, you know, murdered by an army that they had no chance against. So, like, if you look at the comics, he has some... Like, he gets, gets wrecked really quickly by some of the remaining Jedi. You can see that Palpatine has some some power over him. So like Maggie's justification is pretty sound in saying that he really never had anybody that he had to go up against. He outsmarted a bunch of regular folk who aren't very force force sensitive. He came up with some cool plans and uh, like, I don't really want to talk about the first Vader run because he does like get attacked by a bunch of like weird genetically created Jedis or something like that. I don't know. It was a really weird run. That was the bit where Palpatine was basically like challenging him. Like, I yeah. am ready to replace you at any point. <laughs> You've yeah, got to exactly. prove yourself. But yeah, he, he if you look at the movies, like he really is just like this big fish in a little pond. Mm. 
really, or just, I mean, it's a big pun because it's the galaxy, but, but like the second that somebody comes along that is also a Jedi who is pretty new, kind of like Kylo Ren is to everything, or like Rey is essentially, um, like Luke Skywalker, he doesn't really meet his match, but he, you know, Vader gets wrecked by Luke, who is still a pretty green Jedi. Okay, Luke would Daddy. probably killed him, would have probably killed Darth Vader if he didn't know he was going to the dark side, but that's just me. So The I- other justification is that she uh, Maggie kind of sees Vader as like like prequel Vader, you know, in episode three is not too different to her from episode six Vader. So she sees them as the same experience wise and power level wise, which is, you know, it's, it's debate that, you know, but it is the same person. Wait, so she says that th- Qui-Gon and young Obi-Wan almost didn't defeat Darth Maul, but more experienced Obi-Wan like defeated d- this guy. Darth, uh, Darth Vader. Let's yes. use names. So that's, that's, that's just me. Because Obi-Wan was able to defeat an early Vader, that's why she thinks Maul is stronger than Vader. Maul was able to hold his own against two Jedi, killing Qui-Gon. Right. Like, if Obi-Wan can kill Maul, but he can also kill Vader, Vader is the weaker of those two. Man, kids are interesting. What a great thought, though. The high, Like, having having a challenge after obi-wan that that is such an interesting take right and i don't think anybody in our position you know would would ever think about that just how yeah it's just i think that's that's the takeaway here is that that's the idea i I think it's also funny that um mark and his wife touch on the idea of vader being nice at the end and that's why maggie might be considering it do you think that vader is weak because he's like nice no, I just That's think... That's a character flaw. <laughs> a moment of weakness. I just... I mean, they're thinking I, that their daughter's saying, like, oh, okay, like, it's it's a character flaw. Don't worry. Like, Vader is really powerful. He just, like... And he turns good at the end, and that's not meaning that he's not powerful. It just means it's just, like, it's a change in his character. It's a, a moment of weakness, power, power level speaking. And she was I like, just, no. I just think that he was stronger when he was a Jedi. Oh, oh interesting oh, theory, yeah. Sense. Um, Although, I don't know, he did a lot of damage as a Sith. That is so interesting. Does she give any justification as to why she's putting Dooku in slot three? She does because Dooku beats Anakin early on in episode Mm. two and Obi-Wan. Like, he bests both of them. And if Obi-Wan can beat Anakin but is beaten by Dooku, then Dooku is more powerful than than Anakin slash Vader. Um, And also, she knows that Obi-Wan lets himself be killed by vader in episode four Mm. so that's like she's like well obi-wan definitely didn't try you know in that case (laughs) so there you go and and there's other ideas that like so she she also rationalizes that luke would have killed vader in episode six had he not realized what was happening like if he hadn't realized that he was turning to the dark side and that he was like about to murder his dad um you know not darth vader then she I, i think that's why she sees palpatine's death as unfair like, Luke easily would have just been murdered by Palpatine. Right. But Vader took advantage of Palpatine's, again, hubris, like like Snoke uh, in, the pre- in the sequel trilogy. So if it wasn't for Vader, you know, Luke would have been murdered by Palpatine, um, who would have, like, 
I guess Palpatine would have murdered Luke though if he had t- fully turned. So it's kind of like a weird way to look at it, but it but it, it's it's very logical. <laughs> so therefore Vader is weaker than Luke who is weaker than Palpatine. That is a, that is a very it's a deep chain of thought. That it, the the string of logic that she has going through her brain is a lot larger than I would have expected. So that's that's impressive. That she- it's re- yeah, <laughs> well it's like it's an interesting flow chart. It's like did this person beat this person ever? Yes, they did. So therefore, they are more powerful. And and yeah. then there's, there's also like a contextual level to it where it's like, yes, um, Obi-Wan may have beaten Darth Maul, um, but also Obi-Wan could have beaten Vader at a later time, even though he was beaten by Vader. <laughs> it's like, it's very hypothetical and it, it plays into, it, it shows like a deeper level of thought when you're thinking about what the character was thinking. It's just like a great level of analysis for, for a kid and... That's why the, the, just when he, when he sent me this recording, I was like, wow, this is just more than your average kid just talking about um, who their favorite bad guy is or whatever. And kids, lots of kids have this kind of like awesome thought processes. I mean, if you ever just sit and talk to a kid, I mean, it's, it's just fascinating. I know. It's, it's because they're not muddled with all of the extra stuff. I think you and I probably think at a more macro level now because we have all this other context and we have like real life context. We're thinking potentially about you know, the, the relationships between characters at a, at a more emotional level where she's just like, well, okay, but Luke definitely would have died. And you're like, yeah, I guess that's true. Like, yeah, you think right. about it because he didn't, but you think <laughs> you forget about those, like the, the 15 seconds that Luke is on the ground being electrocuted. Like that is a thing that happened, but you don't think about that because it didn't, you think it didn't have any consequence and maybe it doesn't, but it still happened. And the reason that 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 Palpatine was thrown over the edge was because he was doing that. So yeah, there's like there is a there's a, a a subconscious train of thought which we can understand, but we probably don't think of right away. And Maggie's able to just like pull that out because it, as if it's the most obvious thing. I mean, she deep down knew that Palpatine was the strongest, and sure enough, this the the teaser for Rise of Skywalker validates that. This dude has outlasted everybody. That is fascinating. I can't wait to find out more about that. And Maggie, you and I are in total agreement. (laughs) All right. um, There's not going to be too many show notes on this one, um, but you can check uh, the episode page at uh, banthafodder.fm slash episode slash 32. I imagine we'll just put each of our rankings on there. Yeah, check out the notes. Follow us on Twitter at banthafodder.fm. Jake is uh, at Jacob Tender. I'm at Mike Comite. Easy to find, because those are our names. It, it is pretty simple, right? And if you um, have a particularly good ranking of the, the, the four sensitive bad guys from the episodic films, uh, or want to tell us why we're wrong, or have an alternate take here, just, just email us. What's our email address? Banthafodderfm at gmail.com. Hit us up. Send us your listing. Because we would be interested in hearing from you. Because we have no idea who you are. Until next time. Until next time. See you later. Bye. <laughs> did you just read my line? No. Oh, I did. I, 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 well, I was improv but I didn't realize. Oh, okay.